Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The Premier League All Access Podcast is proud to be brought to you by Ladbrokes. Stay ahead of all the big games in the best league in the world, the Premier League. With the latest odds, form guides, expert opinions and more. The fans are the players at Ladbrokes. Are you in? Let's go. Play at ladbrokes.com, 18 plus, begambleaware.org. T's and C's apply. Game Day Podcasts from Talk Sport. Subscribe on Acast, iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Game Day, the appendix. Hello and welcome to this edition of the Game Day Podcast Appendix. Uh, usual crew, I'm Danny Kelly. Alongside me, of course, Mark Webster, uh, broadcasting legend, Dan. I think it's fair to say. And Chloe Petz, comedian and incre- increasingly, uh, but hard to get out of the seat here <laughs> in our studio. Uh, this is the part of the show where the things that we missed out in the award-winning Game Day Podcast, which so many millions of you are now downloading week by week, stuff that didn't get in, still quality gear, is forced, like... Sausages um, are forced full of sawdust <laughs> and bits and pieces of animal. I quite, I quite like being thirty-seven percent meat. Mark, why don't you start with the stuff with the stuff that didn't get into the original sausage? Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> yes, it's a banger for you. Now it, it was uh, the weekend uh, start of the uh, MLS season, which is which is getting better year in year out, and uh, and the franchise is getting better. The teams are getting stronger. They'll, they might turn around a really de- decent national team as a result of it. These sort of things may happen. Infrastructure is in- improving. I tell you, who's going to make it improve though? Is David Beckham because he has got uh, into Miami or away and off and running. Not actually where they're meant to be because uh, the city of Miami have knocked him and his investors back for the years now to actually get their proper stadium built. So they're going to start their campaign when they get their first home game away uh, in Fort Lauderdale, down the road, but very much the suburbs. Mm-hmm. But it's the old Fort Lauderdale strikers ground where George Best and Gordon ah. Banks once turned out in another, well, a failed attempt at getting a football team going there. But <laughs> who, who doubts for a second that Beckham's magic will not make... Miami, a Miami football team, a resounding success story. I do. I just think he's got. Okay, Dan, thanks. So I'll sh- <laughs> you're going to go in now, or shall I finish? No, 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 no. <laughs> you asked the question. Um, where's our World Cup? David Beckham was front and centre when England were waving a flag for the World Cup. We got two votes from nearly uh, eight hundred countries. Uh, so in the world. you're digressing rather than not thinking that he's going to make Miami a good no, team. No, I don't think. I don't think he automatically means success, David Beckham. Well, I just got. Yeah, but this is this is a fella. Who in in two thousand and seven went to LA and signed for the Galaxy, with a clause that said because he signed for the Galaxy would mean he could buy a franchise in in football. Now I'm saying that this bloke, as he's got older, has got smarter, and I think that that he's got enough around him and the wherewithal to make this an extraordinarily successful thing. Not least of which, he just carries things across the line on the dint of his own personality nowadays. This, and- 
And this is what I was going to say. It's interesting to me, Danny, that you immediately went to it's a personality thing. It's a personality, the two votes thing. Um, And he more than has like enough of a personality to carry it, particularly in America where he is widely loved. I do understand that the voting for the World Cup is not always on the straight and narrow. That has occurred <laughs> to me yeah. over the years. It ain't a, it ain't a beauty contest. And it's, it, there may be more, brown, more brown envelopes than bikinis. But, um, would have won. But, and I say this based on the fact that that blonde Spice Boy, I could not bear him as a football player. Mm. I, this is why I admire him a lot now. It's because I couldn't stand the petulant little 25-year-old who kicked out an Argentinian and got himself something off to at the wrong fair, time. To be fair, it was Diego couldn't Simeone. Well, <laughs> who, I suppose, earned the right to be kicked yes. and go he down. He was asking for it, But I he? just think, you know, it, from my point of view, is the MLS is going to be a much better place for having a Beckham football team in it, it albeit the fact that apparently it's on an industrial state for their own games for the, certainly this season. I think it's very sad, that bit about the stadium, because the plans for the stadium it's were fantastic. absolutely incredible. And... and, in, and as I say, just simple because this is the logic. East Coast of America, Miami. You're gonna if you want a bit of a holiday, would you not think? I tell you what, I'll go down to Miami and I'll take in a Beckham game. Yeah, and and the global reach of it is going to be yeah be far far I, improved. I, I must admit, I seem to have missed the David Beckham train here somewhere. Like a decent footballer, and I understand he was a big big personality uh, around the pop culture of the nineties. Um, you're talking about him as though he's Jeff Bezos. He's 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 like an enormous punchy football uh, personality in the in the world of football. And now. he's now like and sort fashion of, and yeah, like he's a superstar. Okay, I'm as a, is his wife. I seem to have entirely as is his wife. Um, a few hits um, with the spice. She's a businesswoman. Well, how's her fashion brand done? I wouldn't know the answer to that. Has badly, it done badly? As I understand it, yeah. Okay. No, no, they're, they're very good at PR. I've got nothing yeah, against them personally. A, yeah, you could, no, but PR I think you, is have, you, have, you have somewhat missed the Beckham, yeah, brand mate. Beckham here. Yeah, yeah, that wouldn't be the first time I've missed, <laughs> I've missed an enormous... Um, uh, 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 mm. All right, brand Beckham, <laughs> Miami, we'll see. Um, I've got... Uh, having uh, waded into him now, I'm about to be careful because uh, I've got a bit of apologising to do now. Uh, Mayor Culpa... Uh, and a confession. I am the first to note the ridiculous state of the League of Ireland, the Republic of Ireland's Football League. Um, I've done it more than once on here. Um, and I keep telling you how the uh, organisation under the leadership of John Delaney has led itself into, and it is as twisted as a pretzel. They can't get this thing organised properly. Uh, the latest news this morning is that Mick McCarthy, um, it's coming one of the reputable newspapers now, is on a million pound bonus when he stands down from his current job as the coach of the national team uh, to be replaced by Stephen Kenny, who's currently doing the under 21s. It's on a million pound bonus. The entire income of the Football Association of Ireland is a third of that per year. Where are they going to get this money from? But when I finished mocking and pointing at the disorganisation, small c corruption and hopelessness of soccer in the Republic of Ireland, bang, the actual footballers say, hang on, there's still a game here. The big game of the weekend was Shamrock Rovers against Dundalk. Dundalk are the best team in the country, been champions several times in recent years. Shamrock Rovers are the most established team. They played out a 3-2 game at Shamrock Rovers' lovely ground in Tala, and Jordan Flores, Wigan-born player, scored one of the great goals in Europe this weekend. Mm. Um... Uh, I mentioned beforehand, and you mocked me, and you're right, that to remember Gareth Bale's goal 
at uh, Stoke where he got the, his left foot above his shoulder height yeah. and lobbed the ball into the Stoke goal. Imagine a similar strike, but the ball enters the net with the force of an extra set. <laughs> yeah. And you're seeing what Jordan Flores did. And I don't, I don't honestly think there's going to be a better goal in the Bundesliga. Serie A, well, of course, Serie A, bit of a clamp down there, but uh, in any of the big leagues. And so congratulations to him and also made me swallow something hard and jagged for forgetting that when all the politics is over and all the squabbling about money is over, you still get 22 blokes or 22 gals out on the pitch playing the most simple yet beautiful game that God ever put on this planet. And he played it beautifully. Well done, Jordan Flores. And if you haven't seen it, go and look at it on YouTube because you'll be going, oh, I mean, it must be £52 million for him. You look, you look <laughs> at Clay. I've never, I, haven't, I can't think of a hit like it. It's just absolutely golden. I mean, he's got everything like it just looks so improbable yeah yeah like, that's it yeah. yeah how it's like cgi isn't it yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. how like, could he yeah the ball should never leave his foot like that it, and go exactly the where actual it does in the ball goal. should go somewhere else entirely and can uh, i think it's, we should pay because i love the fact that jordan flores as you, as you point out that is a wigan boy yeah. and that's because his dad is his name's manny who's originally from spain and uh, and runs Aspel Juniors, which is a district team in Wigan, which is exactly where Jordan started his career Brilliant. as a young footballer. Lovely. And his dad still runs that team now. So, what a story! And you know, and what a tribute. Chloe, uh, you, you want to mention a footballer who's made much more money than uh, Jordan Flores and regards himself far more highly, hmm. um, but may not have had a similar similar weekend. Yeah, what does he say about himself, Dejan Lovren? What does he say? I he's am the best defender in the I'm world. I'm the best defender in the world. Yeah. Come on, Dejan, come on. You've... Uh, it was lost, he says it lost in translation. What he actually said was, I'm absolutely the best defender <laughs> in the world. <laughs> Unequivocally, yeah. 100%. Yeah, so, so I think the quote is, I took Liverpool to the final of the Champions League and uh, now, this was in 2018, and now Croatia to the World Cup final. I think people should recognise that I'm one of the be- one of the best defenders in the world. Okay. Look, well... He's absolutely. He was absolutely appalling <laughs> against Watford. I I don't think I've seen in recent memory a worse centre half performance than that. And and it was the thing that Deeney Deeney was saying like, yeah, I couldn't bully Van Dyke because he's the best best defender in the world. So I'm gonna go and bully the guy that thinks he's the best defender in the world instead, and just knocked him around. It was. Dreadful. Troy, Troy in case you missed yeah. the point, he repeated the word bully, which is a controversial word nowadays, but I think it's okay in football. Yeah. He repeated it about six times, didn't he? And and Lovren's name was appended to it on each occasion. <laughs> but but I remember that he did this a couple of seasons ago, and I can't remember who it was against. Arsenal. It was Arsenal. Arsenal. I, I was thinking oh, it was He could Arsenal. not believe his luck that he had. I mean, basically, to be fair, though, he didn't single out one man in the Arsenal the whole one. Back four. He's, he's going to bully the lot. Yeah, exactly. but, but, but well, he, we, we were really shocked with that interview because no one's ever said that before I've taken these and given them and given what for yeah the footballs don't say it. it was a really interesting interview but I found that quite self-satisfied and like he'd, he'd like gone yeah I, I'm I'm finally putting words to what it is that me as this kind of centre forward does we, we go and we turn up and we get into them early you know we put a tackle in early we shake them up um uh, but, but, but upsetting and going on about Arsenal, it's hardly speaking truth to power, is it? Arsenal's defence at yeah. that time. Precisely, but also, like, uh, he's done that a couple of times now, but look at all the other games where he tries and bullies and it doesn't work. You know, it's it, well, it's, 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 it's fair enough saying it when it works. It's the but... string on his bow, isn't it? You know, he's got a bow Let's be fair, and he's got a string and he uses it. If yeah. he's going to upset anybody, upsetting Lovren, 
um, is not the worst thing in the world. If he could, if he could get Sergio Ramos onto the pitch with him as well, oh, I'd be very excited. But it, with that. If you're looking for a chink, if you if you're looking just for that chink, perhaps in Klopp's armour, is that what he's done? Is he's put Lovren in against Watford away for his first game since Christmas? Presumably thinking it's not going to matter a jot against this lot. And he has the weight of uh, every change he's made this season. The players have been absolutely interchangeable. Yes. Mm. People have come in and out of the, the team, the beauty performed of Liverpool. brilliantly. Yeah. Um, but Dejan, <laughs> one of the best defenders in the world, so as we don't get sued by his lawyers. Um, uh, well, that piece didn't work. Um, here's, here's a stat for you. Liverpool have lost twice in 422 days. Lovren has started both of those games. Ah. It's so unfair to say he's just had two bad days in that time then, isn't it? Come well, on. He, he would never argue break. that the way he's worked in training has helped the team. Of course. Yeah. Well, you know, Dejan um, is perhaps not the footballer he thinks he is. And two more people fall into that category to finish today's um, pod, uh, Game Day podcast appendix are the goalkeepers in the big game that's Goodison Park. Look, it's it, it, the, the two of them have been well um, criticised and examined with a jeweller's eyepiece. But it really is something, isn't it, when the big clubs in England... Um, De Gea uh, has been a liability for two years now. Um, Jordan Pickford, who has played very well for England on occasion, he was great in the World Cup, let's not kid ourselves about that. Mm-hmm. He's both spiritually and physically a great part of England's run to the semi-final, which was only curtailed when he ran into Dejan Lovren. Um, uh, but they two of them, they're now the worst goalkeepers in the Premier League in terms of clangers. Seven goals against them by mistakes each as, as we head into March. I think De Gea, for me, is, the, is by miles the biggest sinner of the two, though, because, of course, so much of De Gea's recent times is not only that, but also the, the, the battle over his contract and just hanging out there for a massive deal. Mm. Making the cl- holding the holding his club to a certain extent to ransom, and then becoming extraordinarily mediocre as a direct result of signing on. At least with Pickford, what you kind of get is this gadabout kid for whom brilliance and calamity yeah. is basically the same thing. And I want just kind of it's just that he's a false nature. Isn't I he? want to see that in a high wire walker or someone who's doing tricks on a motorcycle. Yeah, you might see that once. Yeah, yeah, on quite that absolutely. Highway. That's why it's so interesting. <laughs> but goalkeepers, you want the calm person in goal. Yeah. Joe Hart went over the, you know, he yeah. went over the top with banging his chest and all the rest of it and lost his it, game. It did for him, didn't it? Yeah. The interesting thing is, goalkeepers, footballers, players lose their form and then they get them back again. Um, and they get it back in Christian Benteke notwithstanding um, but, but, but there had to be one once, once goalkeepers appear to have lo- lost it they very rarely go back to the level they were at think about Ica Casillas at Real Madrid where Mourinho um, for all of his nonsense at Spurs just now saw that the goalkeeper was going and got rid and he never came back yeah. to the same Paul, level Paul Robinson yeah. was uh, yeah. was an immense this is why goalie. I worry for De Gea yeah. um, and particularly as Manchester United have put a lot of their financial eggs in that basket they've got the boy Henderson um, at, at, at Sheffield United at Sheffield United yeah. who may be a better goalkeeper just now well I think De Gea is just that, that complete complacency that he's just become sort of like this stalwart of an average club and I feel like it's probably because goalies have such a longer career he's able to sort of like take this time um, and just like stick around and get all of this money because he knows that 
he's not necessarily even at the prime of his career in terms point, of his age. Yeah. So like, it, yeah, he just he just knows that he can rinse the club for all it's worth and then go and get his big move whenever he wants. And to. he'll go and play and he'll go and play in easier leagues for clubs where he'll barely see the ball, and that's yeah. going to be the point of his career. Meanwhile, over in the Spanish FA, as the Euros come up, oh, I see, I see that De Gea's out of form. Not to, no, don't worry about that. We've got Kep. Ke- oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Any chance of anyone seeing Kepper in goal to know if he's any good or not? Well, you won't know. But mean, look oh at. Oh my God, Willie Caballero's a better goalkeeper than yeah. Kepper. Who knew? <laughs> but look at um, uh, De Gea's mistakes, and they're all complete lack of concentration, where he's like, there was one the other week, I can't remember exactly who it was against, but he basically, like, instead of taking the ball cleanly, he was taking the ball and then moving to start his next movement, which would be yeah. to throw yes, it out. that's right. And and um, that's just a, a complete it's complacency. It's a sin in every, or... every professional sport not to not complete the movement you're actually yeah. in the middle of. Yeah. And to think one, beyond the next thing, it happens in every professional sport. You just, the ball or the bat or whatever just doesn't do what you're supposed to do then. And look at the Calvert-Lewin one. That's That's just a... That's just a knock it. It's complacency. Forgive me asking a question that may be based on gender. Do you have you played much football? Uh, yeah, so I played in goal. Okay. Yeah. Well, in that case, you'll you'll be on the other end of this. The number of times playing, particularly I played in defence, but I played on Hackney Marshes. But play you're playing five aside, you must have done it a million times. The number of times you rush the goalkeeper in the hope that they will kick the ball against your shin and go in the goal. And it never, ever happened. Not yeah. to, not, I'm not running as fast as Dominic Calvert-Lewin, to be fair. Oh, that's, the, the, uh, the, that's always the sound advice from... If you're sat in a crowd, the six individual voices will say, you know, shut him down. Harris him, because, him. Because oh. they know full well that once... Ever <laughs> kick the ball against the, the shins of an oncoming forward? Absolutely not. I'm a professional. <laughs> and of course, but you know, that's the point. You know the fact about keeping goal is concentration. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. basically you're not in the game that often if you're lucky. Yeah. So, so when you are, you better get it right, and yeah. And so I suppose we should leave the last word in the appendix about these goalkeepers. Uh, once again, and I, I appear to be slightly obsessed with him. So Roy Keane about Pickford, he said, "Well, he's just not a good goalkeeper." And uh, his fellow pundit said, "But he's England's goalkeeper." And Keane went, "So what?" <laughs> um, and and that maybe and that's that's the indication as England are currently churning out brilliant players in every position out of the academies, including three new right-backs a week. Yeah. Um, well, Gal Southgate was looking down upon Jordan Pickford's performance we're not, and what he, what conclusion he came away from that. We're not producing custodians in the, quite the same no. number or quality. But he saved his most Roy Keane comment uh, for David De Gea when he said that if he'd been playing in that team, what was he doing? Why was he taking so long? If I got him in at half-time, I'd have lynched him. Hanging for everybody for making <laughs> mistakes in football. With that profound and rather dark thought, I will leave you. We've been Danny Kelly and Chloe Petz. Thank you. Uh, and, <laughs> sorry. And Mark Webster. <laughs> the, the thought of him lynching somebody <laughs> in the dressing room. We'll be back next weekend um, with the Game Day podcast. Millions of you are downloading it now. He won four awards at last week's uh, SJA Awards. Thank you for all of that. We're delighted. The Premier League All Access podcast is proud to be brought to you by Ladbrokes. The latest odds? We set them. Form guides? We've got them. Expert opinions? We share them. The best fans in the world deserve the best. Be match day ready before the whistle blows with Ladbrokes. Odds update on Talk Sport with Ladbrokes. Are you in? Let's go. Play at labrooks.com, 
18 plus, be gambleaware.org. T's and C's apply. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.